There is nothing new in the world except the history you do not know. Welcome to the Sales History Podcast. I'm your host, narrator, nerd, Todd Capone. If there was a Hall of Fame of sales thought leaders and pioneers, who would you put in it? Like Zig Ziglar, maybe Dale Carnegie, Brian Tracy, who else? We've talked about Lucinda Prince before. I personally think she should be in there, but what about Arthur Sheldon? Who, you ask? Well, Arthur Frederick Sheldon. From what I've found, this guy is an absolute legend. Read the sales history books. There's barely a mention of him, but I might argue he could be number one or at least close to it in establishing the sales profession's foundation the right way in the early 20th century. Now, I found him first in reading an August of 1908 issue of Salesmanship Magazine. Already in 1908, they were talking about Sheldon as having, quote, a career so remarkable and interesting from a great number of viewpoints that it is worthy the attention of everyone in business. And that's a quote. Upon his death in 1935, the Chicago Daily Tribune referred to him as, quote, the author of more works on salesmanship than any other person, end quote, and, quote, the philosopher on selling. I've got to tell this guy's story. I mean, like Lucinda Prince, a clearly an absolute legend and absolutely lost between the pages of history. So here goes. So Arthur Frederick Sheldon, he born 1868. He was a reader as a boy. He was, for whatever reason, uh, geeked out about the emerging field of psychology. He just thought it was really interesting, read a lot about it. He ended up going to the University of Michigan to become a lawyer, but was doing a little teaching on the side and also selling for a book publisher. So his first job was in sales selling books. Now, after he graduated in 1893, he didn't practice law. Instead, he stayed in the book trade. So learning about the industry and selling books. Soon into his tenure, he was sent to California. And you know, again, this guy, as he's going through college, he's selling. He was so impressive. He was leading the entire selling force for this publisher, around 300 people. Now, 1908, Salesmanship Magazine, uh, I'm going to refer back to that a couple of times. It says, quote, part of this time he um, trammed over deep, moist roads throughout the redwood forest, working the dairy and fruit ranches in the daytime and the lumber camps at night. In the lumber camps, he often laid his book on the jackpot and, or, or on a poker table and sold every man sitting in the game. By 1899, he established his own publishing press uh, called Sheldon Publishing Company, then organized two more companies running them all, all while he was incubating an idea. As a salesperson, sales leader, overall employer, Sheldon recognized a gaping hole in the sales profession. I mean, there was piles of knowledge, tons of common sense that hadn't yet been learned. And in his mind, if the knowledge about this subject could be classified and organized, the result would be the foundation, the science of salesmanship. I've mentioned this before. I've got tons of books called The Science of Salesmanship, even one from uh, 
I think 2010. So the science of salesmanship is such a common name. But again, this was 1902 when the science of salesmanship, uh, Sheldon's version came out. So with the publishing experience to back him up and this strong psychology foundation, he took apart the sale, labeled each piece, and then put them back together again. In each piece, he called on experts like physiologists, psychologists, mental and moral philosophers, even hygienists, and really he was pulling in their most up-to-date research. He also curated best practices of the practical experience and wisdom of the most successful business professionals. And then he filled in the holes with his own ideas. He then created a correspondence course and really the first known course of its kind in the sales world. As he spoke to his business friends about it, they tried to discourage him. Now, again, this article in 1908 says the quote that they responded with, so these business friends responded with, quote, poo, poo, pish, tush, and by the same token, fiddlesticks. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, the, the article then goes on to say, uh, quote, strange, isn't it, how fearfully painful new ideas are to some men's heads. I kind of see that as a lesson we still take with us today. But he did it anyway. He wrote a few lessons, went out and sold them. And I mean, did he ever? The original science of salesmanship, like I said, came out in 1902. This correspondence program, it consisted of 25 volumes. You'd sign up for the course. And, uh, you know, by the way, if you follow along, I, I tweet and post on Instagram and Twitter every weekday uh, at sales historian you'll see some of Sheldon's school advertisements, by the way, but you would sign up, you'd get the volumes and the lessons. Now, he kept rolling like 10 more volumes in 1905, seven more in 1909, 32 more in 1910. Those included 16 lectures, and I, I'm not sure, I haven't been able to figure out exactly the format of those, but uh, they, they came along with 16 supporting textbooks called The Science of Business Building. In... 1915 and 1919, he came out with some more, and there were revisions published in 1924, 1929. Now, following his death, a reprinted edition compiling kind of a best of was, was published in 1939, and students that had signed up then uh, received 109 lessons. Now, I mentioned this 1908 salesmanship article, and I was like, but where did Salesmanship Magazine go? It was so good. Well, I recognized that uh, there was a magazine called The Business Philosopher that acquired them in, in late 1908. Like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, by the way, Arthur Sheldon, he was the founder of The Business Philosopher. So he actually acquired my, my favorite old sales magazine, <laughs> The Salesmanship Magazine. But if you signed up for the correspondence course, you got a journal subscription. And students were also allowed to contact staff at the Sheldon School for advice for a period of 12 months. They, they received a credential certifying them, which stayed valid for three years, called the Business Council Certificate. They were also assisted in finding employment by his employment division. So again, this is early 1900s. Like how amazingly thought out is all of this? But by the writing in the 1908 article, he had already enrolled 30,000 students by 1908. And soon students were enrolling across the world. I mean, thousands of companies adopting his programs for their selling teams. Many students claimed to be as many as 80% were what you would call a veteran salesperson, meaning 
they've done this uh, for a while and they're signing up to learn more. I mean, managers, proprietors, executive leaders. And by the mid-1910s, one publication claimed the school had enrolled over 250,000 people. So why am I such a fan? I mean, the, the guy built a, a really strong correspondence course business. Well, it, it's, it's not only because of the pervasive success he had, Sheldon based everything on three primary themes. The first was service is the fundamental access access for business operations, meaning he often wrote the science of business is the science of service. And and this was diametrically opposed to a, a sales first orientation that had really existed in the late 1800s. Number two is uh, business building centers around what he called selective salesmanship which includes market research, uh, for example, as an individual, but also your entire organization, you need to do your homework. And the need, they will mirror a, a, to a customer's personality traits. And then the third was everything revolves around business ethics. Now, regarding number two, selective salesmanship, he, as am I, uh, always, he was a staunch advocate of understanding that not all customers are equally desirable. And you know, we've got to focus. And I just, I love that today. It's still something I teach. And I think this guy was teaching it 115 years ago. Now, I live just outside of Chicago in a, a suburb of Chicago called Palatine. But for any of you that know the area, Sheldon had moved his printing business from Chicago to Libertyville, Illinois, which is a, a northern suburb early in his tenure. In 1908, Sheldon purchased 16, or, I'm sorry, 600 acres in Mundelein, Illinois which was tiny at the time. And he established his uh, brick and mortar school. You know, Over time, he was employing almost 200 people. And uh, he intended to start his own true university. Because of Sheldon and this correspondence course, which again, is, you sign up and you get all of this stuff sent to you. Um, the post office there was doing so much mail that it had to be upgraded from what was considered a fourth class post office to a first class. Now, Libertyville, the, the name where he had bought all this land and really established his foundation, I, it's kind of a fitting name. I mean, he belonged there. He was a product of his time. He was a piece of divine nebula sent spinning through space, the result of a spiritual centrifugal force. But while the times evolved Sheldon, it was Sheldon who evolved Sheldonism. Sheldonism is the science of salesmanship. All right, I wish I wrote that last paragraph. That last paragraph was written by a guy named W.C. Holman in 1908, and he finishes with this. Sheldonism is a method for bringing out, inspiring, vitalizing the positive qualities of the student, and at the same time, discourage the negative qualities. Now, World War I really hit sales education hard. We've talked a little bit about that before, but... Uh, Sheldon continued to churn out programs. He ended up selling all that land in 1921 to a religious ground for a seminary campus. And then things slowed down from there. But wow, this guy laid a massive foundation for us all. Sheldon would absolutely be on my all-time Mount Rushmore of sales. What do you think? I want to uh, give out a shout out to Professor Mark Tajewski. Uh, he's a professor of marketing at the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow, who about 10 years ago done a bunch of research on Sheldon for which I was able to get access. 
I was actually able to track him down. He pointed me to a couple of other things that helped me in my research. But as always, feedback is desired, sharing desired, and you can follow along at Sales Historian on both Instagram and Twitter for week daily posts from Sales History's past. So thanks again, as always, for listening in.